Hey, witches. Welcome to The Lion, The Witch, and The Podcast. We are two mystic Leos discussing spirituality and human condition in the post-pandemic world. So hop in, witches. We're going hexing. Hey, witches. Hey, witches. We just had <laughs> we just had the funniest conversation so ever. Weird. It was it was so weird, but like it's so great. So we all know that hot girl summer is coming up, and mm-hmm. I mean I love that it's also called hot girl summer. It's a yeah. thing. It's a or thing. Sweaty witch summer or something. Sweaty witch as no, I was about to say it was sweaty witch's balls. Like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense. But what we were talking about is like kind of short sleeve shirts to each their own, but Mm -hmm. we're not huge fans of that. We like a sleeve. We like a sleeve, not a huge fan of showing the arms. And I said, I just don't like arms. And it was, we don't know why exactly it is. We can't give you a real reason, but we just like on us, like we just will, I don't know. I'll just like pass a mirror and I'll be like, do I look too much like Phil and Lil's mom right now with my arms? (laughs) It's like so hard. But like we said, it's so hard. Like no matter how much you work out, you're going to have the flabby. Like you're going to have the flabby. You'll see the muscle, but then you're still going to be flabby. And like, you just can't help it. And some people are, I don't And I love oversized shirts. That's the thing right now. That's my thing. And I like the sleeve that goes like down, like the quarter length. And Mm -hmm. then you don't have to listen to the people of, oh, your tattoos. And you don't have to smell the armpits. That's a great, that's that's also a great, a great area. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's where we're at today. That's just like, (laughs) I don't even freaking know, Sean. I don't even know. It's hot as fuck. Um, Near you. Yeah, it could it it could be worse. Please, universe, like don't you know? Not let's knock on something. Um, but it's like ninety degrees here today. The humidity is not at a hundred percent, which I'm thankful for mm-hmm. because at that point I'm just dead on the floor. Um, I love summer, but I can't stand the heat. So I fucking feel that. Literally, my hair turns into a fucking frizz ball. Yeah, it's just, it's not a good look for anybody mm-hmm. to be covered Mm-mm. in sweat. Mm-mm. And I am a profuse sweater. Sweater. Um, sweater. Sweater. <laughs> so I vibe more with like spring and fall, like the aesthetics yes. of that. And, yep. you know, summer, like um, I love to swim. I love like wearing shorts um, and being able to like have my skin breathe, but mm-hmm. that comes with like, you know, oh, my body, oh, like, you know, the insecurities with all that and just yeah. like smelling and all that. So it's, that's kind of where we're entering right now for yeah. me. I can have insecurities like that and admit them because that's fucking growth, right? Exactly. Fuck. Yeah. But I will say, the fact that like the pandemic is slowly like coming to an end. We hope mm-hmm. we're wishing like, and this summer things are going to be opened up again. Like mm-hmm. that's so freaking exciting to not be afraid to go to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. And no? I'm really hoping that people will continue to be careful, continue to mask up and just social distance and just when you can not put yourself into huge crowds just because, you know, the cases are still going to happen. Whether yeah. or not we're all vaccinated, it's still going to happen. So, you know, just like make smart decisions and um, kind of learned through this whole past year that, you know, sometimes we need to isolate and we need to be alone and we need to not go party and, you know, yeah. or party outside. I don't know. 
No, I agree. That was very witchy of you. That was very, very witchy of you. We try. We try. So we try. who do we have on the show today? Uh, 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 Maria Boutinus. I can't even say because I'm so excited. That was adorable. Thank you. Just like our guest, Maria Bouton is an illustrator. She's a Thank witch. you. She's an artist. She's a visionary. She is just everything she's a friend you know oh my god she's just absolutely everything she's a vibe she is rose quartz incarnate like that girl her soul is just rose quartz literally the way she speaks the way you see her like when when we interviewed her obviously we were on zoom and like oh my gosh she was just fucking glowing 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 so fucking pretty too like she sent us those pictures of her of her i don't know if you got to see them but Oh my God. She's just flawless, you know, fucking flawless inside and out. Maria is absolutely amazing. And let us tell you this episode, I will say it's probably one of my favorite episodes that we've had so far. Oh yeah. She speaks some hard truths. She speaks about her past and her journey and, um, you know, dealing with racism firsthand and how she's, you know, learned to move through it, how she speaks up for others. And it's just, especially with the current climate that we've yep. been living in, you yep. know, it's just, it's wonderful to hear. It's it very empowering. So yep. let's just get into it. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Maria is in the house, everyone. Woo woo. Yes. Hey, Hi, Sean. Hi, Courtney. Hi. Thank you so much for being here, Maria. Seriously. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sean, how many years ago did you find Maria? Oh, my God. I think it was 2017. That was a good year. (laughs) That was a good, that was like the witchy, like for me, that was like a really witchy boom year, you know? I think it was. It was for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm absolutely. so excited you found me because I don't know how you did it, but you found me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't know how I found you. I think, you know, that was back when Instagram was really good with like searching algorithms yeah. and they were really showing you all the stuff that like you really should be seeing. And mm-hmm. Instagram just like finally for once hooked me up with good people and then the rest is history. You could actually like search the tags and find like a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah. Not, not like now that you see the same post. I was literally just mm-hmm. about to say that. Not like now because <laughs> Instagram, like we're coming after you right now. Mm. <laughs> yeah. We're doing it. Right now. it does. It sucks. <laughs> well, Maria, like we said, welcome to the cast. Please tell our audience a bit about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? What is your background? <laughs> What is your company? All that good magic. Okie dokie. So uh, for the people that are going to be listening, my name is Maria Booten. It's pronounced Booten. <laughs> I, I feel like I always have to specify that because uh, a lot of people give us like different last names. Um, <laughs> my favorite I have gotten yet, it's Beauten. Stop it. <laughs> oh, okay. So... <laughs> We'll add like, that to okay, the list. good German-ish. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's my name. I am an illustrator, free- freelance illustrator, and a 3D sculpt artist. Um, I like to do my digital and traditional illustrations. I work with clay for most of my 3D stuff, and I pretty much decided to start my business 
in 2016 when it was like a very tumultuous time in my life i feel like that's for most artists and people today mm-hmm. uh, it, it comes when you least expect it and it, it comes to to your life when it's a good time to start it i think mm-hmm. um and i pretty much started just painting pumpkins <laughs> Love it. uh that that was like the thing that that began everything um because i started sculpting when i was like nine years old with play-doh wow. that's so cool <laughs> oh we love play-doh we, we love, love play-doh that, that that was my thing that was my niche like i pretty much began this whole thing uh because i was by myself with my nanny and my mom um because I, i had both ladies with me all that time and oh, nice same they, same i get i totally get it <laughs> they used to watch because i'm gonna be like all over the place i am chilean i was born and raised in chile um and i came to the united states at 14 years old no knowing mm. english or anything wow that <laughs> yes. is a journey oh it was <laughs> it was uh so when i was um little i used to watch this spanish um channel that it was like uh if michaels and hobby lobby had a channel together with like the food network it was like all in one so wow. that was all i watched with my mom <laughs> wait that sounds amazing that does sound really good it was i totally miss it <laughs> and i pretty much started watching that and became obsessed with like cooking and like arts and crafts and then um in chile when you're little you're required to have um art supplies at home so you can bring them to school Uh, for projects so uh, my mom used to buy the supplies and after I became obsessed with this channel I used to open them beforehand and I started like painting and like doing stuff that I was not supposed to be doing before <laughs> school mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. my mom caught me because my poodle um found all my play-doh underneath the bed that i was hiding <laughs> i didn't know you had a pool i have poodles i grew up with poodles uh my my childhood baby he just <gasps> passed away in january so he, he was here for a while and he he was the one that told on me because <laughs> <laughs> he ate all the play-doh that i had oh yeah, god bed. And my mom was like, do you have something to do with this? And like his mustache was like all sorts of colors. Oh my gosh. Poodles, man. Poodles. <laughs> That's how it began. And then in 2016, I moved from Miami, Florida to Massachusetts to end the distance with my now husband. Yes. And we pretty much like i moved here and i loved it and i i struggle a lot um pretty much doing a lot of stuff because when i was in florida i was uh doing my psych major mm. and like how the turntables <laughs> how the turntables <laughs> <laughs> i ended up doing art and i pretty much um started doing a lot of like arts and crafts in here uh because i was waiting on my immigration process to begin mm-hmm. so i couldn't work 
I yeah. couldn't like, find a like an actual job. Right. Um, and like in the meantime, my husband's like, "Here, do whatever you want." <laughs> he supported everything, and That's like little by little, I started doing my Etsy. Began with like very basic stuff, um, not because it was what I wanted, but because it was popular. Um, I started doing like a lot of foxes and like deers and like very woodland things for like little children. great. And Yeah, and for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but that was the theme. And then when I realized that that was not what made me happy, I've always been like the little almost emo kid when I was Yes, younger. yes. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it was not something I wanted to keep doing. It didn't make me happy. So when I started like finally embracing my... my witchiness Mm I hmm pretty much that's how the business started blossoming and I felt good being myself Love it. That's amazing, I love Maria. it Oh my God, yeah your story is absolutely like... <laughs> such a journey and like the journey keeps going and going Yeah. Oh, it yes does. you know It does. I love that that's a great segue to too to like kind of dive into your spirituality and talk about that a little if you want to um Mm -hmm. Yes. so obviously it's a huge driver <laughs> in your work and a huge yes. part of our show so although I already know this in your own words can you describe your spiritual practice and how it informs your art So I would describe myself as very eclectic when it comes to my witchcraft. Um, I pretty much began when my mom started like dabbing into it and that's Love me that. and even though we grew up like being catholic <laughs> um Same. my grandfather her father um Hmm. passed away when i was like in second grade and i feel like that opened up like a whole world for her and her being the scorpio mom that she is <laughs> Mm hmm. she actually like Um, I need to know what goes beyond and like what is more out there. Um, Yeah, the mystery. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I'm a Scorpio moon, so Love it. <laughs> Yes. so that that's how like she started bringing like um, crystals. She started bringing like all sorts of crystals. She was friends with like a bunch of metalsmiths. Um, and like, they will tell her the stone is for this, the stone is for that. And not only that, um, my mom was like very into mediums. Um, so she started like with angel cards, Yes. like that, that was, and even though like my, my stuff, it's a little dark sometimes <laughs> Same. I, I do have angels in my craft, very present. That's great. Yeah. I've never really done like, I've never really um kind of investigated angels and I really want to, they've been popping up lately. It is So. very eye-opening when you don't put religion into it. Like, when you take religion out of it Mm-hmm, and yeah. you just look at them as entities, it's a completely different aspect. Oh, I completely agree. And to think about like these entities that have been existing and we have applied so much to them over years and years, like put them in certain lights, maybe put them in areas that they don't necessarily even correspond with. It's really interesting.
absolutely so that's how i began with that and then it's hilarious because (laughs) everyone in my family laughs at me because uh the very first crystal that my mom brought home was a two pound rose quartz oh yes she put it in the middle of the living room and then when we had to move to the states um the first time because i moved twice Mm -hmm. (laughs) all because of my dad's job Um, that's how this began Uh, my dad got transferred uh, to the united states and the first year um we just came um out of like we left everything behind essentially Mm. and we weren't prepared for anything and it was a very rough year yeah so my mom was like we need to find a way to go back home um, mm-hmm. to Chile. Yeah. So we went back um, like 2000, half of 2009 and 2010. Um, okay. We were there. So it was like an entire year, but like backwards. <laughs> and what ended up happening is that my dad got called again. And he's like, well, this time it's kind of like permanent. Hmm. So we need to get rid of everything all over again. <laughs> And I was like, there's no way this time I'm not taking this rose quartz. <laughs> oh, no, you bring it yes. with you everywhere, everywhere. So I did not care for overfees and the weight of my suitcase <laughs> brought it. And then when everyone was like, why is your suitcase so freaking heavy? And I was like, it's a rose quartz. <laughs> so I brought it, I brought it um, to the States and then kid you not. That quartz, it's here in Massachusetts now. Love it. I keep saying I love it, but it's just because everything that comes out of your mouth, I love it. So rose quartz, like there's just something about rose quartz that just, you can't live without. You can't. Yeah. For me, it was like, that is the epitome of love and home. Yeah. And I just wanted to have a permanent home. Oh, that is that is oh my gosh heartstrings <laughs> so many heartstrings are being blocked right now it's so Seriously? true like oh. your whole aesthetic too is like it just reminds me of rose quartz like I your love, entire that, aesthetic i mean pink my pink it's my color yes yes it's because of rose quartz <laughs> oh my gosh which is like a perfect segue into our next question can you tell us the story of how you discovered and defined your exquisite style of illustration because it is thank you it's exquisite it is it absolutely Uh, is my heart (laughs) so i think it's something that's always evolving it's not permanent um like the the main thing that started for me was um when i was in sixth grade my very first obsession was anything by tim barton Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, gosh. So, yes. The uh, man. Like Sleepy Hollow, Nightmare yes. Before Christmas, The uh, Corpse Bride, all of those mm. love. So mm-hmm. I knew that whatever I was going to do with my business, it had to be around like the spooky cute. Um, spooky cute. Aspect. <laughs> so 
that that's pretty much what what inspired a lot of things and also i'm a huge disney person it's sad but it's, it's not sad, sad. <laughs> you know how many times i say something from disney on this show like it's just it's we grew up with it it's ingrained yeah. do you know how many times sean watches disney movies as well i mean i so i just had what was it like <laughs> yo i'm repeat I, two yeah. weeks ago when i had my covid shot and i was down for the count the second shot down for the count totally worth it I was like I was so I was planning like the whole week I was like when I'm you know sick because I know it's gonna happen I'm gonna watch this Disney movie I watched all three Little Mermaid movies and it was it was great I love that (laughs) it's comforting yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's what it is it's comfort that's pretty much like the inspiration and like not just that um I feel like uh, I, I've suffered my share of injustice being an immigrant in the United States mm-hmm. and being a woman. Yes, <laughs> that, double whammy. Yep. Yeah, so I think that that's what I wanted to have behind my work besides just my my craft and, like, honoring the, the nature and, like, the things that I love, like, to practice with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been, like, a mix of everything. And that's another perfect segue into our next question. You're literally just like leading you us. Keep it, it's- literally <laughs> keep it going. Make it so, this is probably one of the easiest episodes we've ever done, probably. Yeah, this it's is, like, it's wait, We're perfect. not even looking at the Google Doc. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> oh, that's perfect because we have here, your art spans a variety of themes, nature, pop culture, divinity, pagan themes and holidays, et cetera. Do you have a favorite subject to explore? And if so, do you have any pieces that are particularly close to your heart? I know that's probably mm. super hard Holy to answer. Holy moly, that's a, <laughs> that's a loaded question. She did that. Sean did that. Yes, she did. Oh my goodness. That's hard. <laughs> so uh, that's really that's really hard because um, I'm a person that's very connected to her art. And I feel like I fall in love with each piece every time I do a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I, I don't force it to happen. So when it comes, I'm like, I'm 100% in love with whatever I'm doing at the time. Yeah. So um, I think that my favorite things, it's like mixing everything that I love. So if I do like a witchcraft or like a pagan theme um art piece i like to be also empowering or like inclusive so i tried to do uh ladies of different skin tones Mm -hmm. or like leaving messages like hidden messages that people probably sometimes they get sometimes they don't Mm -hmm. (laughs) um I i like mixing so i think as of right now, like I'm talking today, I'm not talking <laughs> in the future because that might change. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite pieces from my shop, that's just like, that's in my shop right now. Um, it has to be the Foragers Cottage Collection. Mm. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's very whimsy and it has like a little bit of everything. It has a little bit of nature, includes a little bit of witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to make different people to like cater to everyone. Um, that's, that's one. And the other, it's like my recent collection. 
Mm-hmm. I was going to talk about that. Yeah. The, the goddesses. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. They're just, uh, they're amazing. And you did like two different aspects of that. You did like the actual illustrations and then yeah. you also did the clay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I love it. It's so good. It's, it's so, fantastic. it's so yeah. good. And I, one of the things that like you were talking about, um, I personally love the way that you make the woman's body. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's so much going on with that especially like of yeah of course it's it's interesting because the time that that came out like so much more in the theater industry has been coming out how honestly the entertainment industry it's not that great it really isn't that great and there was one it's not it's really really hard and one of the articles that came out I could be totally misreading this but I don't think I am so Broadway is trying to come back in September or October Mm -hmm. and there are a lot of people or the shows that don't want to bring back the people that they had in the cast because they've gained weight because oh, of COVID and because that they don't have the money to make more costumes. They want to find somebody else to get. I, I know it's absolutely. That enrages me. It f- oh fucking my goddess. It, yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. And honestly, like whatever it doesn't matter nobody it, nobody's it's not the purpose of no. life people's purpose of life is not to be thin it's not to look a no. certain way yes exactly and you make the woman's body so just what it, it is what it, it is, is. <laughs> to be honest i i've been a person that has suffered with like her self-image her whole life mm-hmm. and now that I have been in my healing process, I try to bring a little bit of healing with the art that I make. Yes. And I try to do what I see on the mirror. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do other stuff. It has to be something that I see on my mirror. I see yeah. stretch marks. I see rolls. I see all sorts all the of good different stuff. things. It's uh, not perfect. It, I mean... Doggy boobies. It's what we all have. We got them. we all have. <laughs> So I feel like if I can embrace that, even if it's like a little piece of art and I can embrace it and I can show it to the people that follow me Mm -hmm. and they see that I see that as beautiful, I hope that they can see that too for themselves. Yeah, it's so perfect. And I'm sitting over here just thinking, I've literally been thinking like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. She's I, seriously, <laughs> no, you know? seriously, Sean, same, like literally. Like it's, it's we see like pictures of you all the time and like your videos <laughs> and your lives and everything, but it's like sitting with you kind of here in person in quotes, like it's mm-hmm. just, it it's divine. Oh, yes, it does. You. It's very much <laughs> the divine feminine. And I think what Courtney said with like, you know, everything with Broadway and everything with your art, people want to see what they see, you know, uh, the reflection of who we are, who we are really, you know, and it's those hard truths and we want to see that, you know? So thank you for your art. Thank you for liking it. Oh my God. We love, we love. And speaking of art, what is your artistic process like? Like, can you break it down for us? I know. I know. (laughs) That's a hard question too. (laughs) Well, uh, so I have different processes for everything because, like I said, I dabble in everything. I don't have just one niche. I I go for digital and I go traditional media. And then mm-hmm. not only that, I, I also do my 3D sculptures. Mm-hmm. So I 
when it comes to 3D sculptures, um, I work with a clay that my beautiful mama brings from Chile. Wow. They don't have it here. I mean, yes. they do similar stuff, but it's mostly baked. What I do is not baked. Mm. So uh, my mom brings it from Chile whenever she has traveled. Obviously, this past year was a flop. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and in order to not worry about that, the beautiful thing is that my mom buys it in bulk whenever oh, she yes. goes. So I had Smart a woman. bunch stuck. She's always been like that, always buying everything in bulk. That's a witch. That's it's like Costco. <laughs> it's like Costco. You got to go and buy in bulk at Costco. Witchy Costco. Yeah. But not toilet paper, though. No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Anything but that. Do not buy that in bulk. <laughs> Those fucking people. Oh, my God. Mm. I know. Um, but she got me a bunch, so I was set on that. And that takes weeks to cure <laughs> in order to be hard to to be in the finish that I like. Um, and I go through like, people don't see this, but when I work with clay, I also use wood. And mm -hmm. I have to sand, paint, um, I need to coat things, I need to sculpt, uh, retouch, mm -hmm. sand some more. And then what else? I just glaze it with whatever materials I, I tried to experiment at the time. Yeah. And then when it comes to traditional media, I dabble with like wash paint and watercolor and like different like bases. Mm. Um, so that takes that takes a while. Yeah. <laughs> that takes a while. No so one I sees have, that too. No one mm -hmm. sees that. And I try to plan these collections that I do like ahead and sometimes mm -hmm shit happens <laughs> and i can't predict like that i'm gonna take longer on the piece or not yeah and then yeah. besides that i have my freelance digital business and that's where i took care of you ladies yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and a beautiful logo seriously i love that <laughs> And uh, that's where I talk with clients and I have to be like back and forth with people besides the Etsy customers. So it, it goes a lot. Plus, yeah. then I have to ship stuff. Mm hmm. And, yeah. And I'm, I'm one person doing everything. Yes. You're a one woman show besides being a full time dog mom, too. Oh, For two yes. to do dogs. That's like. <laughs> Super woman, super yeah. woman. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I feel like I can I barely keep up with the one. Hustle culture. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I do not enjoy that, but it is what I have to deal with. Yeah, I totally get that. I um, I started thinking about that a lot in quarantine. You know, the hustle culture yeah. and how not everyone can afford to not be in the hustle culture. You know, mm -hmm. and it's just it's so damaging to our mental and physical health. You know, especially now that you're kind of required to burn yourself out with social media in order to Ugh. promote yourself. Oh yeah. gosh, that's why I let Sean do everything. And I'm <laughs> so burnt out. <laughs> well, I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. that's where I'm at. There's times that um, I would keep up, keep on going like throughout the weekends and answering. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, you know what? I can't keep doing this to myself. So I, I, I tried to do a schedule that worked for me. For sure. Like. 
um, most people would go like Fridays to Sundays or days off or like Saturday and Sunday day off, like the mm -hmm. common names, like common days. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I tried to do something that worked for me and for my family. And I tried to take days off. And when I take them off, it's like I don't answer my phone for nothing. Good. Yes. As you should. Yeah. We all got to start doing that. Like yeah. I need to start taking like designated social media days off because, you know, yes. like you're in it. It's, you're just it's in necessary. it. Um, yeah. Especially when it, it's something, it's such a like important marketing tool for us because yes. we're doing digital stuff like yeah. everything is digital right now mm -hmm. and it's so like pushing especially with instagram um, yes they don't want you to lay down <laughs> no because if you take a break from instagram it's like then you screw up the algorithm for yourself for some reason yeah. and it's like how how am i supposed to have any like headspace here i can't exactly. you know and then tiktok is a whole other beast oh like <laughs> Like, oh God, I can't even. You're so old. Yeah, I know. Same. I'm always just, I'm always seeing like so many young, like young, young, young people yeah. on there. And I'm like, oh God, I'm like. like grandma <laughs> I'm over here. It's yeah. funny because I was so like reductant to have TikTok. I was like, I'm not gonna make one. I'm not gonna deal with it. Yeah, I'm gonna. What What is the talk? What is the tick and the talk? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> then, I don't know what's then, ticking or what's talking. You know exactly. <laughs> and then one day I'm like, you know, it's helping small businesses. So let let me try that. Yeah. And then when I get like those random silly videos, I belly laugh so hard. It's oh, like, so amazing. I know our thread, Courtney, is just like it's all just like witchy, like witchy small businesses, and then like the stupidest like poop videos. They're just like and food, and food and food and food. Can't forget food videos. Yes. Can't forget the food. I just love people that do like sketches and like do random stuff. And yeah, I enjoy like pet videos are my favorite. Oh, the pet videos are the best. <laughs> Duh. Constantly you sending. You cry or you laugh. There's yes. no in between. Yep. Yeah, especially too with like the rescue stories as well. I love you know. it. My I heart. Love it. <laughs> I know. Like I'm ugh, crying. But yeah, no, you bring up such amazing points about like social media burnout, especially for small businesses um, and people who feel that they constantly need to be on um, social media to stay relevant, to make sure that people are seeing their brand. It's, it's like, it's a ugh, lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's ugh. exhausting. It has been exhausting. And I think last year, um, it's funny because most people um, had a hard year. And for me, I felt so guilty because it was a good year. I did a lot of things and I it felt so healing for me. And I feel like um, it depended on the person, obviously. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, but if the person had like a very outgoing lifestyle um and not just outgoing but like um if you already had like a, a path that you had like everything going fine and all of a sudden this was like a stop for a lot of people i was like this is like a time that i need to think about my life choices and mm -hmm. for the people that that wasn't the case it's like this is my time for expansion yeah, like That's this literally, is what yeah. I have to do right now. Literally, I, me. 
I feel <laughs> like, like, yeah, I feel like mine was a little bit of both because my my lifestyle was so like uh, travel oriented and commuter oriented, mm -hmm. and I I hated it. <laughs> I hated going to the office every day and not getting anything done because you're you take so much time to travel to commute and then people around you you're exhausted P you're you're socially exhausted you're physically exhausted you're mentally exhausted people are such a distraction i couldn't get anything done so when i went home and i started working from home i was getting so much stuff done so much stuff exactly. done and not only that i was able to like also simultaneously work on myself my mental health and my witchcraft mm -hmm. i was able to incorporate so much more of my witchcraft into my everyday um life and i'll never go back you know it, that's pretty much i love seeing that on people yeah I, I think it's my favorite thing um because i i saw like both sides i understand like the people that can be home for any x reason yes it, it's understandable and it must be painful too mm -hmm. um but if you take whatever you can to just heal that's that's all you need you don't need to learn a new language you don't need to learn all of these skills and like try to do everything at once but if you take this time to pause and just heal mm -hmm. it just opens everything like it, it starts here there for people that are not watching this it's like starts in your head then yes. goes to your heart that that that's where you need it the most Absolutely. That's and beautiful. That's another great segue. Um, nope. <laughs> you know, we talk about healing. Uh, we talk about um, important lessons and, and you're really imparting a lot of healing lessons. But I'm wondering if there are any other like aspects of lessons you try and touch on with your art. And alternatively, what are some lessons that you have learned through your spiritual and artistic journey and just growing? Social justice. Yes. Social justice. Oh justice mm -hmm. yes and that has been the thing for me um like like i can say that witchcraft was the one thing that helped me see all the things that were wrong <laughs> um everywhere else and then um moving from one extreme to the other back and yes. forth um i got to see so many things i got to experience so many things and i feel like um when it comes to art i just wanted to open up a conversation that wasn't happening and i i love that i can reach the different kind of audience that i would if i was just doing either witchcraft or just doing like social justice work Mm -hmm. like and here i can combine them and i get to i got to find my people i did not have yeah. my my people my my whole i call because i'm a click dig and i mm -hmm. do most of the stuff by myself when i speak to people online i feel like everyone is my coven <laughs> yeah yeah we feel like your coven. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's like everyone that's my coven and and i get to to talk about these things are so important that uh, we overlook because yes. of the, the witchy aesthetic. It's very pretty, but many people don't take into consideration that this goes beyond it, goes into this. Um, Witchcraft is the language of the disenfranchised. 
And if you are willing to call yourself a witch, you have to be willing to stand up to these social issues in which people are being oppressed. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can be your spiritual with a little bit of tough love. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Which is like, you're making, you're literally making our job so easy right now, Maria. Like, so our next question is, You are consistently outspoken on issues of social and cultural justice. And it's one of the things we love most about you. Thank you. I knew that if I couldn't do anything with my life, um, what I'm doing right now just makes me feel like I have accomplished my purpose in life. Yes. Oh, man. With this. (laughs) Yes. And can you talk about a movement or a current or past event that might have informed your work? and or helped it grow? Oh, my whole life. My entire mm-hmm. life. <laughs> that, that My whole life has been a movement. <laughs> yeah. Because, it literally in motion. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, like I said before, I am Chilean. Um, many people don't know where even Chile is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate saying Chile because that's how people in the States call it. It's pronounced Chile. Chile. Yes. Um, yep. And... I found it so hard um, being even in high school um, speaking Spanish. I was Mm -hmm. afraid. I wasn't um, embarrassed. I was afraid. Yeah. I was afraid of speaking Spanish, and I tried so hard to fit in when I was in Florida. And then when I moved to Massachusetts and I got to, like, explore more of my witchcraft, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, I got to to love myself for where I was, where I was at. And Mm. what helped is that I got to see everything that was wrong with the way that um, immigrants are seen. Mm -hmm. Um, Immigration, it's a big deal for me because not on up to 2016, that was when I moved to Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. Um, I was back and forth. I did not have a permanent status here in the United States. Mm -hmm. And I saw how people like myself got treated. And being a woman, also being an immigrant, added so many layers to that. And not only that, having like the, what's the the word, the ancestry trauma yes um, that comes with being an immigrant at first first generation immigrant Mm -hmm. (laughs) because my parents don't speak english Mm -hmm. Um, and i'm the first one that essentially um even though i have an older brother (laughs) i'm the first one that has fully became fluent uh with my language and that has done different things in here. I was the first one that graduated high school in the Mm -hmm. United States. Wow. Um, And I don't know how I managed that, but I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Not not because of uh, like um, subjects in high school, but meaning like the language. It was such a big deal for me. Yeah. It it took a lot. (laughs) And I feel like seeing all of that was so much. and moving to a state that was, I live in the boondocks of Massachusetts. I love that. <laughs> and because of that, I got to see people that were threatened by my presence for mm-hmm. being Hispanic. 
Don't love and... that. No, I do not love that. <laughs> but I have I have learned that I'm not the issue. It took mm -hmm. a lot, a lot of healing that I was not the issue. Um, and because of that, I just wanted to speak up um, because being an immigrant, it, it silenced you. It, yep. It leaves you without a voice for being scared, for, for not bringing trouble. You do not want to have attention on you. Mm -hmm. You you want to be quiet. You you want to be like a ideal. That way they people accept accept you. And yeah. I did not want to do that anymore. I don't mm -hmm. care about being accepted. I don't care about <laughs> snaps. <laughs> it's our, I mean, I've been wanting to snap like so much during this episode, but this this is this is That's the it. snap. Yeah. I'm like at this point, I'm like I do not give a shit whether people like me or not. And if I can help others see that uh, with whatever I make, um, whether it's like woman empowerment or anyone empowerment, because I want to empower anyone I can. Yeah. Um, I, I want to bring justice to the people that feel marginalized, like I have. Mm -hmm. And it sucks because I'm white and I'm Hispanic, but I am white. Right. And I have still experienced all of these things. Mm -hmm. And looking back, I always thought, oh, this this sucks. Having to deal with racism fucking sucks. <laughs> but me seeing everything that happened last year, that was a turning point for me. I'm like, if I have dealt with this and my skin is this color, I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine what other people have gone through. No. And it broke my heart. It truly yeah. did. So that that's what fueled more anger, essentially, in, in a good way, in order to speak up more. And yeah. I just don't care. If people don't follow me for, for calling people out, I don't care. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, Maria, you have such a beautiful soul. You are you such do. a beautiful show. Like, you are just beaming. No, you seriously, like we look up to you so much. You are yes. so like, like we said, you are outspoken and we are so proud and happy and just enamored with being in your presence. You know, yeah. it's you empower I think other it's women Sagittarius to speak Sagittarius and Leo thing. Yes. Yes. Science, baby. Yeah, that's exactly it. When I was little and I used to look at like horoscopes, I always saw Leos and Sagittarius are a match. Yeah. They no, like feel each other. Yeah. Where did you see that? <laughs> Every single time we have had a Sagittarius on the show, we've just been like <laughs> bouncing off of each other. It's been perfect. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because I've tried to date a Sag and like that didn't work for me, but. <laughs> Sag men. Boy, bye. Yeah, boy, bye. Like, boy, bye. <laughs> Sag women. Sag women are where it's at. <laughs> I think probably that's why the irony, I, I like to go places, but I do not like to travel a lot. You've had a long time, a long share of traveling and now yes. you're ready to stay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Trust me in 2000, 2015 was the worst year. I had to go every three months, entered the country wow. because I was renovating my um, waiver visa in order to be here legally. Um, that way I didn't get sent away and not be able to come back and not see my family or my now husband. <laughs> yeah, that is something that no one really knows 
too. Oh, no one knows. Oh. No one knows that. And it's like, it's disgusting because we, there's so much evidence out there of like what's happening even right now to immigrants mm-hmm. and like and immigrant children and, you know, all of it. Absolutely. And Absolutely. It's yeah. so like the fact that this country is a, we are a melting pot, right? And we cannot like, that is a strength that we should be it leaning on, you know, like I, I would kill to be bilingual, you know, and I, I am, it's obviously you have you just spoke about like how it's been a huge source of trauma for you and that breaks my heart because i think you are so cool that you're yeah yeah you know like i think your ancestry is so cool thank you it took a lot to get over that um it took moving away moving away from the source because sadly miami it's an area where it's full of Hispanic people, but yet they criticize each other for not speaking English because they want to fit, fit in so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, embrace it. Don't hide it. Embrace it. And Absolutely. Uh, moving away and having parents that don't speak English um, has forced me so hard to speak Spanish and English all the time. My husband doesn't speak a drop of Spanish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... I'm constantly back and forth. So when I mispronounce things, I like mispronounce things. Uh, my grammar gets stuck when I write my posts. Right. I pause a lot when talking. It's because I'm, I'm processing everything. I was going to say, I can only imagine what your brain is going through, honestly. Yeah. It goes just, mm. at 100 miles per hour. Yeah. Like even just like thinking like, it, you know, thinking in, in English versus thinking in Spanish. It's like so my brain already hurts. Yeah. I discovered is that um, obviously Spanish is my first language. Mm-hmm. Um, when I am tired I, and I'm unco- unconsciously tired, <laughs> um, Spanish, it's what comes out. And because Interesting, I'm, yeah. yeah. And when I'm like active and I know what is happening, um english it's like my first source because i know mm-hmm. i'm here mm-hmm. but uh i discovered this with my husband because one day i just fell asleep in the couch and i'm like oh my god i fell asleep and i spoke to him in spanish and he's like uh <laughs> what <laughs> and i'm like whoopsie i'm tired <laughs> that's so funny that's funny yeah that's something that we don't like realize being like having just one language. We don't realize that that's like your brain is constantly doing those acrobatics, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that's so interesting. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. It can get exhausting. And another silly fact about me, I don't know about other bilingual people, but I can't eat ice cream and speak English. Wow. Oh my but god, I really love that. Interesting. <laughs> my tongue freezes, so it's really hard to enunciate for me. Wow. That, that is, is so, so wild. Cool. <laughs> wow. I mean, if it, it it makes you feel any better, I can't talk at all when I'm eating ice cream. Because <laughs> I'm just like literally shoveling it down my throat yeah this is the only thing that's focusing right now (laughs) i love love ice cream that is so interesting (laughs) ice ice cream is the best ice cream is the best and also like i just want to say like i love the fact that you live in massachusetts and that's like my favorite my favorite place and as you Uh, both know i've been trying to get there you know (laughs) so you got a lot of places to go sean you got a lot of places 
Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it's like, yeah. California and Massachusetts just going to be back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You I, know? Think, I think what's going to happen is that when you least expect it, you're going to find the perfect place where you're meant to be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Instead of just searching, I think it's going to come on its own. Yeah. That is the perfect perfect tie-up to this whole conversation you're going to find the place that you are meant to be without even thinking about it because that's manifestation right it is i would have not expected to be where i am right now not in one thousand years i did not expect that i was gonna end up in the other side of the world literally and i ended up being here so like i said you, you just have to focus on making yourself happy without harming anybody being Mm -hmm. open to new things because i i would have not been open i don't know that i would have ended up here perfect that was literally that was literally what i was just about to like you answered the question of any like (laughs) other recommendations or advice for being an artist for for oh my god for literally small business small business, small business I anything think that, <laughs> um don't beat yourself up to to achieve perfection within the first week of starting something mm-hmm. it takes time it takes a lot of um exploring and, and i'm a perfectionist but i've discovered that perfection sometimes is not where it's at it's where mm-hmm. in, you feel happy, you feel accomplished. And all, all you can do is like learn little by little because mm-hmm. I started my business in 2016 and it was not what it is right now. Mm-hmm. And right now it's it's where I feel the happiest. That That is my happy place. That is where I found my healing. Mm. <laughs> and look where you are now, freaking killing it. Gosh, Maria, you are just so, ah, so amazing. This has been so one eye opening to just absolutely. I love that. Like amazing. Just once again, thank you so much for coming on the cast. Thank you for having me. I feel so honored that you guys consider me, first of all, to do your podcast art and just to, to have me in here that that was like, I would have never thought that I was going to be on a podcast. <laughs> oh my God. You're such an idol. You're We're such your an hype idol girls. For us. We yes. are your hype girls. Yes, I love absolutely. <laughs> we love you, Maria, so much. Oh, yes, you guys. Please. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yes. Tell tell everybody where we can find you. I mean, we're going to be like putting you ever, but where everybody <laughs> can find you, everything. So they can find my website for anything everything every aspect of my business it's maria buen illustration.com it's like there's a dash in between maria buen and illustration um you can find my instagram there you can find my etsy shop uh there's my red bubble where i have um digital designs you can find special gifts in there or my etsy shop and then if people want any um, commission, they can go just directly to my website for digital artwork. And yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. Please follow Maria, buy her art, commission her work. She's the best. We Everything. love her. We love her. Exactly. <laughs> yes. 
Thank you, guys. Thank you, Maria. <laughs>